Welcome to the Best Hour of Their Day podcast with your hosts, Jason Fernandez and me, Jason Ackerman. With more than 20 years in the business, as both coaches and affiliate owners, our passion is to help create world-class affiliates and coaches by building better boxes. Welcome to the best hour of your day. Hey, Fern, we, uh, we get hit up seldomly, but once in a while <laughs> by people very, wanting. We like, I like to call it very infrequently. Um. Infrequently. No, we get a lot of the spam ones that are like, hey, we got a great client for your podcast. And then I'll read like through it. And it's like some fitness professional that has nothing to do with CrossFit, et cetera. Um, the last time we had someone reach out to us to come on the podcast, it went really well. Uh, his name was James Fitzgerald. We got along great. Everything went smoothly. So, you know, this time I will say, so now when I get those emails, cause I usually check those, I read through and I'm like, Hmm, suspicious, but we got this email from Danny Lear and I immediately text Fern and our, and our partner Marcus and was like, yo, the dude from caffeine and kilos wants to come on. This is, and we all mutually agreed. This would be a great experience. So you do have the opportunity to prove us wrong on this, Danny. (laughs) You want to talk about vitality. Do you want to talk about health and vitality? Yeah. Okay. So you you might not be aware. We did not get along great with, uh, with, I thought we got along just fine, by the way. You Um, did. You got along great. Just get along with anybody. Just zero agreement. Um, but that's fine. But anyway, we got Danny <laughs> we Lear. Well, with, we, any, with any luck, we can find something to argue about, too. Well, here, I mean, here's what we will universally agree on is that coffee is good. So coffee let's just trait. start there. Yeah. Well, let's coffee, give a little bit. Coffee is good and, and exercise is good for people. There you and go. So I think All right, we got a podcast. pretty solid base. Yeah. This is you done, know, everybody. Drink coffee, work out. To be quite honest, I knew Danny would be great. As soon as we got on and we joked about peeing wherever we were standing, <laughs> like we were like, this guy gets it. We're going to get along great. It's it's always entertaining to me that there are men and I, this will be offensive to some men. So probably going to get canceled. But like, in my opinion, all men without exception should have potty humor and really not get offended by jokes. Yeah, uh, that's, yeah. that's so. But surprisingly, not all men are like that. You and I, Fern, happen to click very well. Like, I'll give you another great example. This episode's coming out after Dave Kalina of O2, who I had never met in person, but immediately we were like brothers from another mother. And I got that vibe immediately from you, Danny. And I wanna just give a quicker introduction. Founder of Caffeine and Kilos, which in my opinion is one of the most well-known brands in the CrossFit space. Long-standing too, which I think is cool. So well done there. No, but I mean, you've yeah. been around, but I mean, people have heard of it. Like, I think it's surprising to affiliate owners and coaches that their members don't know like, who Rich Froning is, the open comes and goes, the drama of a couple of years ago. Like no one knows. For some reason, everybody kind of knows caffeine and kilos. Yeah, man. Like good people like good coffee. But it's more than that. You it's a, like, yeah. we'll, we'll get into this. You've created sure. a real brand. For sure. Yeah, very much yeah. so. That's where I think well, you guys I think- know. I don't know anybody that didn't have one of the colors of that, the basic branded shirt. They had the red, the black, the green. Yep. I was like, dude, that's just a cool t-shirt. Like I would wear the shit out of that t-shirt. Like so, I don't so I need that to get was the more. first the first shirt we ever made, and it's still our most popular t-shirt. 
is just that Arch logo T. I it's think what people t-shirt. like, like uh, part of the reason it resonates with people is kind of the whole idea is that um, like a lot of stuff made for the gym doesn't make sense anywhere else. Like it's like kitschy sayings right. or, you know, something about like, if you like my grandma's cookies, you should see her snatch or something, right? <laughs> That's a good one. And, hey, and, we're you know, stealing that one. Yeah, go for it. That's all yours. That one's on the house. And so, you know, the thing is like, you might wear that to the gym, but then like you got your niece's birthday party. Um, you're like probably going to need a change before heading over there, yeah, right? You can't, wear, um, you can't wear that at this uh for five-year-old birthday party yeah exactly so that's kind of the stuff we make it's like hey it feels good it's comfortable you can work out in it but also like if you're going to lunch like you just go to lunch you don't have to like change um you know or if you're going to the gym right after you know lunch or a birthday party or whatever right like it's funny you bring that that up because big difference no i think it makes all the difference because this is actually anytime i work with a designer like either especially over the last like two years with uh with the gym stuff they're like what do you want i'm like i want something i would wear both to the gym and to the bar if it doesn't fit both of those then don't send me the design i don't care so that's exactly it that's exactly i've heard you say that to people that reach out to us fern uh about because well from a branding standpoint i mean and danny you know this better than anybody at this point the people in your gym are already at your gym right i want them to wear it somewhere else they're like oh that's a cool looking shirt like and then maybe it sparks a conversation but cool like i want it to be cool and not just cool in one in one environment i want it to be cool like wherever i go so it's funny one thing that gets me pumped up like um, when I see people wearing caffeine kilos uh, outside the gym. So like in the gym, if I drop in, whatever, I'm like traveling around, I'll drop into gyms or whatever. And then, you know, there's almost always someone wearing something and that's cool. It's like, oh, great. Like I'm in whatever Nashville and I'm from California and I'm in this gym and someone's wearing caffeine kilos. Sweet. Uh, but then when I'm in the airport, I see someone wearing it. I get fucking pumped. Like I, that's I a yell big at deal, dude. I'm like, caffeine like- kilos. <laughs> Like let them, they have no idea who I am or what's going right, on. Like, Who's, what's up with this weirdo? Like, people really like the shirt, you know? <laughs> you're, so. you, yeah, you're, you kind of like remind me of like, there's plenty of like f- famous people that you wouldn't notice, but they had such an influence on whether it's movies or TV shows or music. I mean, like easy example, Ber- you guys know who Bernie Topin is? Bernie? Nope. nope. He's the guy that wrote all of the music for Elton John, or I'm sorry, all the lyrics, yeah. right? Oh, okay. And then Elton sure. John writes the music, but like, I couldn't recognize that dude. Meanwhile, he's worth a billion dollars, yeah. right? And he's a big part of like all the music, you know, and there's plenty of other people out there like that. And it's it's really cool that you've created a brand and, and, and you're like that. But yeah, you're right. Like 99% of the people that either consume you, especially the coffee, you still have quite a bit of coaching sure. out there. Um, sure. But or that just wear a cool shirt of yours would have zero idea if they were like hanging out with you at an airport. Yeah, that's that's fine with me that, that's the best way to be right like yeah i mean i, I, I could tell you like from experience like i can't even go to the supermarket anymore like people oh, God, that's, me. Well, that's, that's because deal. that's because he has agoraphobia not because he's gonna get on <laughs> you know <laughs> ravaged by fans i'm afraid to leave the house i am yes. <laughs> i have told my wife that i'm like i've accidentally become agoraphobic like when well, i have like a, even a fun night out these days like we went to see mm-hmm. hamilton last week I was like stressing out about it. I was like, oh, we're going to have to go out. Like we have to drive somewhere. We, I haven't driven more than 15 minutes in the last two years. It's crazy. Well, that's how I feel about going to the grocery stores on the weekend. You know, like once you stop like a nine to five job and yeah. you have like, you can go to the store on Monday. It's like Sunday and you really need like somewhere like Kerrygold butter. And you're just like, you know, maybe I'll just, maybe I just won't use it today. You know what that's- I mean? I guess maybe I'll just like say I got one day, you know, like 
if it's not at the corner, if I can't get it at the liquor store, like it's probably just going to wait a day because I, I can't go to the grocery store when everyone else is there. It's that's terrible. you. Like, that's an entrepreneurial it's- thing. You're absolutely right about that. And like most people Wait. won't understand that, but you're right. Like when you've been to like Costco on like a Tuesday afternoon, you're like, okay, I'm never coming here outside of nine to five. You guys yeah. don't order groceries? Well, online? we do. Oh. Yeah. No, we do Instagram. Oh, yeah, bro. I do Instagram. My wife and I were on that like four or five years ago when Amazon Prime started. I think Virginia Beach was one of the test cities they did that for. And we just literally stopped going to the grocery. It, like this is you guys. Uh, Danny, are you married? Yes. Okay. So you'll probably, you appreciate this. Who was going to go to the grocery store was like one of the largest pain points in our marriage. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, thank you for online shopping in the grocery store. Quite literally made, marriage. Our, it made my marriage so, yeah. better, which is like, we don't have to do it anymore. It'll show up at 6 p.m. And I'm like, perfect. This is great. I love you. I, I love the idea of delegating most things in life. I will say out of all things we do like that, the grocery store one probably is the most imperfect still. Like they still always get something wrong or by like, we, we one time, no joke, had 10 bunches of bananas show up. <laughs> and I was like, Ross, I was like, what are you doing with these bananas? She was like, I'm making banana bread. I asked for 10. And we, but it was like, so we had like fifth, we were just giving away, like people would stop by like, you want some bananas? Like they're going to go bad quick. And now we still have frozen ones in the, in the freezer. But um, oh, man. We, you know, this is what we do. We hijack the show. We talk about ourselves quite a bit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Even what, we, what we do with the, with the grocery stuff is we get every year, we get half a cow and, oh, then, nice. uh, and then a pasture raised pig and then a lamb. And so between then they kind of like throw out a zoo. You got a dead zoo things. at your house. A dead zoo. Yeah. And, yeah and so, <laughs> so uh, we get them already butchered, by the way. Uh, anyway, so it's in the freezer. So, like, you don't really need to get much meat. You know what I mean? And so no. it's like, you kind of just go to the store and just get some veggies and some like odds and ends type stuff. You know what I mean? Um, then how it big makes of a freezer? A lot, a lot better, too. How, how big of a deep freezer do you have in your? Oh, it's not very big. Like, that's all. So, like, if we get half the cow, um, like, that will fill the entire thing. So, no, because I. Like, I did that during the pandemic and yeah. you couldn't find freezers at the time. Oh yeah. Like so I had you to go on like Facebook marketplace. Yeah. I had to go to like some probably stolen for $150. No, I went to some creepy dude's house, creepy yeah. dude's house. And it was brand. And I'm like, why do you have a brand new freezer? Like, it, like, yeah, is this it, the way it, you're making money now? Like you buy it, it's like, either from 1979 and has like the frozen blood stains in it or whatever, <laughs> or, or it's brand new and for sure was stolen out the back of Best Buy. Right. Whatever. Like those are kind of your Facebook marketplace pickups. It's, either, it's way, garage, you. <laughs> either way, I'm going to haggle you. Either way, I'm going to haggle you in the price. I'm not paying <laughs> what you're asking. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I did the cow and like it filled it to the brim. So there was like, yeah. you have to be smart about the way you put the, cuts of meat in there or else you're going to oh, have yeah. like three straight months of just ground beef Jenga. Yeah. Before you get to the, like, Hey, this is a prime rib or a steak. So yeah. that's let, let, let's, let's bring it back to uh, you, Danny Fern likes to talk about himself quite a bit. Clearly talk about shopping and all that. His wife, um, what were the, I'm sure, you know, and I'm sure you've talked about this a little bit in the past, but what were the initial days of caffeine and kilos like, cause you were involved in fitness and then I believe you have a partner in yep. Caffeine and Kilo. Um, their name? Uh, Dean. Dean. Dean well. So Danny and Dean, you, you guys like, are you just big coffee fanatics? And one day you're like, yo, we could do this. Well, it was kind of an accident. So there's actually, there's another guy, Charlie, originally, there's three of us. And basically I was uh, competing in weightlifting at California Strength. 
lifting for cow strength. And, and uh, Charlie was doing some local meets and he just called me out of the blue. He has a CrossFit affiliate as well. And he said, Hey man, I, uh, I think it'd be really cool if we do a really big weightlifting meet, let's get like the best lifters around and have them come out and do this meet. Like, how do we make that happen? And I was like, well, um, there's no money in the sport. So if we get a cash prize, that'll probably go a long way. Um, nobody attends these weightlifting meets because this was in 2013. Like things have changed quite a bit since then you'd be at national championships and there's, you know, like your teammates and like, maybe your mom is there. Maybe, if it's like maybe your mom. She was like, I don't know if I have you know all I mean? day for this. Yeah, exactly. And so <laughs> what time so, are well, you lifting? if we give them a crowd that cheers and some money, I bet people will come out for this thing, you know? And uh, because I was lifting at the national level, I knew a lot of people in the sport and I said, let me make a few phone calls. And, and so that was kind of the, the idea is like, let's just do this big meet. Um, we'll hold a CrossFit style competition and those people will hang out and watch. There's the crowd and we'll get some sponsors for the cash prize. And that was kind of an idea. Then the same time, like the next day, uh, Charlie made a little shirt just like on shirt press like he just wanted one himself and it said my life and it had a, a cup of coffee and a guy lifting weights and he just like put it on Facebook he's like hey I'm making one for myself anybody else want one let me know and there's this overwhelming response like overwhelming response and oh shit like this really resonated with people maybe there's something here and then we we're kind of talking about it and we realized pretty quick that it was actually the same idea. It wasn't these two separate ideas. It's this one idea. It's caffeine and kilos. It's a lifestyle of, you know, drinking coffee, lifting weights, like healthy, active lifestyle. We can do this meet, get the best lifters in the country out. Um, and so that was kind of it. So that, that meet ended up being like a launch party for the brand, essentially. Um, and then that was also kind of helped fund us early on and was basically how we, how we started off and, and able to bootstrap it ever since. So this was not even, this was an apparel company to begin with. There was no, apparel and coffee. Were... so we actually, we launched, so we were talking about it. We're like, well, if we're going to call this thing caffeine and kilos, uh, let's like be the real deal. Let's make some coffee too. Like, let's, let's figure that out. Let's get into this, you know? And so we started calling up local roasters and kind of telling them the idea, Hey, we want some like a coffee, but it's, you know, the taste really good. But what if we get something that has like higher caffeine content, but still tastes good? Like, what does that look like? And, and most people were kind of like, ah, you know, like not really taking it seriously. Um, one guy like really like just caught on to it. He's like, oh, this is interesting. I remember it was funny. He said, uh, he's like, people always call me and tell me they want me to like make the best coffee I can. But, like how many times can you do that? Like, that's like, you know, and so he's like, this is, he's like, this is like a different variable. Like, this is fun. Like, let me do some research and figure this out. And, like some kind of beans, uh, coffee beans of higher caffeine than other types of coffee beans and if we blend them together we can still get one that tastes really good and and you know like this different thing he was all pumped up about it um so we started working with him and going in and trying all these different blends and and so we so we launched uh, the pr blend with our coffee and it was, it's still like our um one of our best sellers uh, also and kind of did that and released that the same time as the as that first basic shirt we were talking about earlier and so we ended up getting them online we started selling them online before uh, like before the event even happened. How and long so did the, it take you to go from like, we have this idea to we're selling all this stuff? Like, I mean, essentially you go from nothing oh, to a full-fledged weeks. business and that's crazy. Weeks. Yeah. You said weeks like that? Yeah, quickly? weeks, yeah. Because you had it at this meet that you were going to. Yeah, right. So we so we had this Caffeine and Kilos Invitational and we didn't even know that's what we we're going to call it. We we're just going to call it a meet, this competition. And then we we're talking about the, the Caffeine and Kilos shirt um, Dean, 
like he's in charge of all branding design like that guy just knows what's cool um and he had like a little streetwear brand at the time that he abandoned to to like work with us like to work together on this and so i i was actually sitting there on my phone looking at a notepad that had the workouts for the event and we didn't know we were going to call the event yet so i'm sitting there and then like it hit me and i'm like shit it's the same idea it's the caffeine and kilos invitational like it's the same thing and while i'm thinking that my phone rings like, like notepad gets interrupted by uh, Charlie Colin. I answer it. What's up? He goes, dude, I got it. It's the same idea. We got to call it the caffeine kilos invitational. I was like, <laughs> I was, man, that was exactly what was going through my head. So I'm like, if that's not, you know, a sign or whatever, the universe said, told us. Did you say Charlie Cohen? It's, no, Charlie called me. Oh, what's uh, his last name? Zamora was Charlie. Oh, it's Charlie. Okay. From uh-huh. Ted- Elk Grove. He's an Elk Grove. Okay. I know Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, he's actually working with a friend of mine on a book. Random. Oh, that makes sense. Yep, yeah. I believe that. Yeah, cool. He's been, anyway, so he's but then, he's no longer involved. Yeah, he left the company in 2016, I believe. We're still friends. It was all good. He just massive to go stuff. multi-million dollar buyout. Uh, I wouldn't say that necessarily, but NDA can't talk about it. You, yeah, Danny, yeah. What, he was, uh, he was ready what to weight, go, and that's fine. What weight class did you li- or do you still lift? Uh, no, not really. Um, okay. I my exercise now consists of doing the class at my gym a couple days a week. Nice. Um, what, what weight class did you lift at? So I was in ninety four when that was a weight class. Okay. Uh, do you know now, um, my you know last Phil, meet? I, do you I know Phil Sabatini? Yeah, I know Phil. I actually know Phil pretty well. So when when yeah. Phil was, you know, whatever meddling in nationals yep. and stuff in the early two thousand tens, that was kind of when I was um, lifting in national meets as well. Yeah, he's my uh, he's our head weightlifting coach here at my. Uh, oh, awesome! Yeah, 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 Phil's a great guy. Super, super yeah, good he dude. had that. He had those kids. Um, he yep. had the babies and then everything. And we had an interesting conversations. My wife is a NICU nurse, uh, like wow. neonatal intensive well, care. Awesome. Give her a hug. His, give, her his, hug. Yeah. give her a hug yeah. for me because my that's how Phil and I. So Phil and I met, um, and like when we we, we originally kind of like talking about him because he left another affiliate that was a big dumpster fire and has since closed, but. Um, that he has the same birthday as my wife. And then both of our firstborns were NICU babies. So we were yeah. just like, I feel like this is going to work out just fine. And he's been with us for, man, I think like six years. Oh yeah. That feels a really nice guy. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, but Great I, arms too. The guys got huge arms. Shout oh, out man. to all, uh, NICU nurses. For sure. You know, oh, like we, our baby luckily was born healthy and that even the nurses in the regular unit were amazing and I dated a, a while ago a NICU nurse and I had no idea how hard oh, yeah. her job was or what she did. Like, so shout out to your wife, shout out, obviously, Fern, Logan, um, awesome stuff. So this might be the first podcast I've been on that I'm going to like really encourage my wife to listen to. Yeah. You know we want to, nice. Yeah. She normally just like kind of <clears throat> doesn't care. Like nothing I do ever impresses her. Um, but if I, she sounds like she's going to get along really well with my wife, my wife, (laughs) all of our wives would get along great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not impressed. She finds out that I was pumping up NICU nurses. This might, this might be good for me. Yeah. We're huge amongst NICU nurses. Like we're big demographic of ours. Yeah. Is that, is a big, I was going to guess that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so actually, you know what, probably like, I mean, at my gym, right. I guess talking about CrossFit affiliates, like, you know, we we're we got so many nurses, right. And and we we have, or we've got even like some respiratory therapists that are like NICU yep. respiratory therapists. And then we got a couple different NICU nurses and ER nurses. Uh, yeah. What do you think played more of a role in your success? The name or the logo? Uh, I think it's the, des- oh, man. I mean, both are obviously have something to do with it. I think the designs, man, like Dean, 
Dean is like our wild card, right? Um, as far as like, he just knows what looks good. He's not afraid to try things, but we, we kind of have like our aesthetic, you know, our brand aesthetic. And, and um, anyway, anytime there's any questions about like how something's going to look or designs or something, I'm just like, you got to talk to Dean. Like that is out of my, <laughs> like out of my expertise. Like I don't have to say there. I don't want to say there, right? Um, and so I think that the, I think the logo um and is simple but you know what if that logo is on a bunch of you know corny stuff it wouldn't be the same either right and so i think it's not the logo specifically i think it's the like overall kind of designs and aesthetic so as a kind of for you you have two hats box owner of more than two but certainly you know in the business world box owner and uh entrepreneur one and the same where do you think a lot of affiliates go wrong when it comes to apparel? Like Fern and I are firm believers. It's like, basically keep it to t-shirts. Outside of that, yeah. you're going to sit on a lot of inventory. What have you noticed? Yeah, I think you can get away with like sweatshirts in the winter. Um, I think that where people go wrong with apparel is one, um, not doing it because people, right? Um, and I get it. Like it's kind of a pain in the ass, right? Um, but people want it, man. Like they want, they want it. Like they want to wear it, you know? Um, so I think that's actually a big one. There's not doing it. And the second thing is, uh, I think that it's important to go with a, talk to a couple printers and actually use like a good printer. Cause it's one of those things. I actually, I was listening to one of your guys episode earlier today talking about how like, you know, every gym has like 47 uh, quasi-professional photographers. Um, screen screen of, printers is a close second though. You're screen absolutely printers right. is yeah. a close second, right? Like probably every gym has three dudes that have like a little press in their garage and they can rack off some shirts. But if it's, you know, something they're doing on the side, like, you know, the quality won't be that good. Also, they're gonna be more expensive because, you know, they're wherever they're getting the shirts, they're trying to mark up everywhere they can because it's, you know, this is their only job for the week or whatever, right? And so um, going with a professional printer, you, it'll probably end up being cheaper in the end going with a professional printer um, than, than just trying to go with some guy who it, it sounds cheaper up front, but then it's like, you know, you're not, you're going to get them kind of whenever you get them. And um, anyway, so I think that, yeah, don't be afraid to reach out to like some actual printers and, and pay someone to do it rather than pay someone to do it in their garage when they feel like it. Well, yeah, there's definitely head. some there's definitely some things where I think people skimp on that that I don't think they should do. It's just like particularly yeah. in like the design. I was, I was just talking to somebody the other day. They're like, "Yeah, I'm in here, you know, working on building my website." Is it stop doing what you're doing immediately because you don't know jack shit about yeah. websites? I've got a guy who's this is what he yeah. does for a living. He's really good at. And same thing with designs. Like, oh, my buddy made up this design. I'm like, that yeah. looks like crap. Well, please don't do that. I think that's the so third the third thing. So one is just do them. Two is like have a professional do them. Right. And then three is keep them simple. Like I think right. a lot of times people make these shirts and they, okay, I actually kind of get shit um, about this sometimes from like one of my coaches specifically or a few of them. They're like, oh, let's do like these different designs and all this stuff. I'm like, man, you know what the shirt needs to have on it is the gym logo. Like that's really it. And then like other stuff is cool. That's fine. Like if you want to like do some words in a circle around it, like that's all right. Um, but you know, it doesn't, I don't want a different logo every single time because the whole thing of branding and it's like, it matters. And, and like we're talking about, you want people wearing those things outside your gym, um, not just in your gym, in your gym, everybody already knows the gym's there. 
Um, so if I'm, they're going to wear it out and about and around, you know, I kind of want the, the logo to be the same or to be similar. And you can do different, different tweaks on that or different, you know, versions of it, so to speak, but it shouldn't be an entirely different logo, entirely different design, um, entirely different font to like all that stuff every single time or you, it's, you know, if someone sees five different verge, five different shirts your gym made, they should know that they're all from the same gym. Right. right. That's uh, and that's something we shift to, I don't know when I kind of figured this out. Cause like the first five or six years we were open, I mean, everything that came out was like different font, like everything was different. And then finally Harder to kill and there's like uh, blood dripping <laughs> off it. Right. Yeah. It was a, this is when affliction was going and everything was oh, basically oh, made. Oh. It was unreadable at all. Like, no, it wasn't just supposed to be legible at all. You're rocking, like, what the fuck does that say? Burn uh, rockets um, of affliction back in the day. I can but, uh, but no, but then we shifted to like, Hey, we're going to keep that circle and don't ever change the font. Like that's it. That'll be the two yeah. things that we use forever. Yeah. And you can just add some stuff to it or do it in right. different colors and let's get wild. Now we're going to do a different color shirt and a different color print. Right. Like that's fine. But yeah, in general, like people need to know, know what's up. Um, how long has your affiliate been open? 2008. So let me, you know, and maybe this is a presumptuous, but what keeps you so involved in the affiliate when you have this business growing like you know and maybe it's just I, I do think there's this kind of like crossfitters are in their own bubble and like caffeine and kilos is huge to me but it's you know probably nothing compared to currently starbucks and like some of these other sure you know but well so i first of all i just i love the gym i love so i was a pe teacher um before hello. And so my entire life has been, um, and I coached sports, coached wrestling and stuff. My whole life's been in locker rooms or in the gym, right? Like that's kind of, even at Caffeine and Kilos, like we, got, we have a platform um, and a squat rack and stuff out in the warehouse, um, you know, and, and earlier days, there's a lot more lifting in the middle of work days. Now it, it happens <laughs> occasionally, but not as frequently, you know, uh, but people still use the stuff down there um, when we have people stop by and everything. Uh, but back to, back to your like more specifically, I guess, uh, your question. So I'm, I'm involved in the gym to the degree to where I know what's going on and I'm in there on like a weekly basis, but like I coach two classes a week, right? And I coach two classes a week because I like it. Um, I'm good at it. I know I'm good at coaching. Um, that's kind of what my background is. Uh, it's fun. And I like to know what's going on. And I feel like not coaching any classes, you don't really know what's happening down there, right? Um, and so I like the people um, all that. And so that's really it. Other than that, outside of that, I think I take, I do like three meetings a week. Um, and that's, I meet with our other guys in charge of like our sales and onboarding. Um, I meet with my business partner in the gym and I meet with our yoga program coordinator. So we have a full yoga studio in there. Nice. Um, and then outside of that, like I just coach a couple classes and we have couldn't like we have a monthly coaches meeting. Um, so that's really, you know, on a week to week basis, I'm probably only doing five, six hours a week, um, how, anything to do with how ability. long did it take you? How long did it take you to get to that kind of operating schedule? So you've been open for well, 14 years at this point, basically yeah. almost. So how long did it take you before that was kind of your schedule inside the box? Sure. Well, something that's interesting is all along, uh, when we start off, they're the same, there's three partners. Now there's just two of us. Um, but all three of us, two of us were teachers and another one had like a regular job. So we kind of set, it was set up from the jump where no one was kind of there all day type of a thing. You know, like we hired, um, a coach really early on who we, we knew really well and was good. And, and he actually was a high school student of one of the other, 
owners, right? And they did CrossFit in class. Like this guy had been doing CrossFit all through high oh, school cool. under the tutelage of my business partner, right? So it's like, he was pretty squared away, knew what was going on. Right. And so we had him on um, as a, like a pretty serious intern for a while. Then he would do the classes during the day when we were teaching and then we would cover, you know, the other ones. And so from the start, it was kind of set up to where, you know, we all had kind of specific roles and that there's other people that were taking care of different responsibilities. And then just over time, that's kind of how it works. Like, all right, well, like who's responding to that info at emails, right? It's like, oh, well, here's one of our coaches who, you know, wants to do some more stuff for us. And she's handling, you know, all like current community member communications and issues and membership, you know, stuff like that. And then we have our, then once we switch the way we kind of do our sales and intake and onboarding and intros and stuff okay now that individual handles those and they handle all communication from non-community members right and so over time it just kind of developed that way but for the first for the first you know six five or six years um i think that you know amongst us owners we were handling kind of all the the payroll the emails like all that stuff um and then just kind of splitting the load on that stuff and splitting load on coaching so i mean maybe there's a tip for getting started is like you know, make these systems right away where um, everything's pieced off, right? Where it's like, okay, now I'm going to spend an hour and do email stuff, right? That way down the road, you can then go tap that for somebody else. Okay, now you do this, right? You yeah, that's one of the your workload. Yeah, that's one of the first things we try to teach people is how to. So I think a lot of people get wrapped around the axle around like automating the shit out of everything. And I think that's a mistake. Um, one of our, one of our clients is like, yeah, he's like, if you automate, he's like, it just makes you bad at things very quickly. If you don't know how anything works. Um, well, I think, I think also a lot of people, they, you know, like the first thing they try to do is like, Oh, I need to hire more coaches and spend time doing the admin. But it's like, dude, but you don't like doing the admin shit. And like, that's actually why you you're doing this is so you can coach people. Like maybe you hire someone to do the admin shit you don't like, and you can keep coaching. Like that's probably going to be better for the gym. Like you're a better coach than whoever else you're hired and whoever else is doing your admin is definitely better than you are at that. (laughs) So like, why are you going to hire someone else to do what you're good at? And then you do this stuff you're bad at. That seems like a terrible idea. Yeah. One, I mean, one of the, um, I've been, I mean, I've screwed this up 12 ways and then twice that, but the, one of the things I, um, I did that too. I was like, oh, we'll get coaches and I'll do all the admin. I was like, oh, I suck at spreadsheets and doing anything behind a computer. Like, let me yeah. avoid that. Um, but then one of the and first things- And however good the coach is, they're probably not as good as you if this is your first passion and what you want right. to do, you know? Right. And then, I, and then I've slowly gravitated my way into like really learning how to use uh, virtual assistants and like doing it the cheap way, doing it the expensive way. Um, but it's a useful tool. And that's kind of what a lot of, I'll, you know, when, when affiliate owners are trying to, to hire somebody- when they're bogged down with all the stuff, I'm like, what do you hate most? And it's almost undoubtedly yeah. the administrative stuff. And I'm like, cool, you yeah. know, you can solve that for, for sure less than a thousand bucks. Like if you can just teach yeah. somebody to do this and they're like, oh really? And I'm like, yeah, like just stay on the floor, be happy. Like just go in there, coach the shit out of people, have a good time, high five, and then look at the reports that they send you and you'll be way better off. Right. Um, on that note, do you, so it's not, I mean, like, obviously like, sounds like you're pretty savvy business guy. Obviously none of us started that way, but did how much did having, caffeine and kilos and having to sort that out help the affiliate oh that's that's been huge you know um just in different ways well first of all uh when caffeine and kilos started that's when i quit teaching right like not immediately because it was supposed to be this one event so i taught like one more year after that and then got out of teaching so then once i was realizing like all right well this is it i'm doing business full-time there's no kind of other option i realized i better i better figure that out 
time to like learn some stuff. And so then I just dove in and started, you know, reading a ton and just kind of educating myself and learning um, about business and, and just getting better at it. Right. And so being able to kind of spend that time and like dedicate more of um, more of my, my time and stuff into just like learning about business and research and like learning, you know, basics of copywriting or basics or what, what makes a good, you know, website or what's a better way to intake clients or just, you know, all these different things that are, you know, could be related to, to both things. Um, and then, you know, you start, you know, you make different connections, you meet people, you know, obviously with doing the apparel, it's like, oh, that completely changes the way we do the apparel at the gym is from, from those experiences. And, and it's, you know, it's like anything, right? Like you get better when you do more reps. And so just getting the reps of talking to other business owners, oh, like, how do you grow? It's like, oh, I want to grow a business. Let's do collaborations with other brands. And so then it's like in the gym, it's like, okay, well, maybe we should do some, you know, work on some collaborations with other companies or with other gyms, you know, and, and that type of thing. And so it's, it's nothing, I don't know if there is like one huge, like takeaway that transfers over, but it's all the little things, right? It's all the oh, little yeah. skills that kind of add up that transfer to everything. So like we could talk about, um, any, any, okay, here's an example is like my neighbor, uh, she has a candle business, right? Like she sells candles online, ships them all over, like actually like pretty successful with it. And like, we'll just sit out back sometimes and just bullshit about how she can like sell more candles. And it's funny, it seems so unrelated to anything of fitness, but it's just like these little skills you pick up. It's like, oh, well, where are your best customers? How do you get in front of them? Like, what could we do to make the, the offer more enticing, right? It's like all these things you just kind of learn over time. It's the, so it's the small skills that carry over more than like the big, you know, um, like actual functions, I guess, right? Yeah, that's also something I've learned over the years and I try to express to people. Everybody thinks of like, what's the thing? Like, give me the thing that will put me over the top. I'm like, it doesn't exist. Like, it's it just yeah. stop looking for it and you'll be way better off. Like, you just start doing all the small things that you think are not important and you'll mm -hmm. be way better off. Just like just like training, just like weightlifting, yeah. right? It's just like, yeah. well, if I just squat more and I'm like, or you could do like more accessory work, you could do more position work, you could do all the shit that everybody doesn't like to talk about and then you'll be way better off at lifting. And then what, like, what's working, like what's right. working. Okay. Let's do more of that. Well, right. What's not working. Okay. We'll either like change the way you're doing it or just stop. Right. Like <laughs> one of those things needs to happen, you know, and that's, that's like the big, and again, like that transfers to, to training so much. Right. Same with the nutrition stuff too. Right. It's like, all right, what's working. Okay. Like keep doing that. The things that aren't working, change it or, or just, or just stop doing it, you know, you know, entirely. Well, or, you know, you, the same people that want to do a million things, then wind up doing nothing because they burn themselves out. So it's right. like, or just do these small little things that are sustainable right? and see success. Let's um, and, and, and stick with something long enough to know if it's working, right? Like it's like you try mm -hmm. something, That's a big... you know, and it's like, like, okay, like here we go. Talk, take this to gyms specifically. It's like, you want to run some ads or something, right? You're like, Oh, I heard Facebook ads, the way to get leads. <laughs> and it's like, you try it and it's like, ah, oh, it didn't work. Okay. Well, these don't work. So why don't you stop? It's like, well, no, like, I don't know, other people figure it out. Like maybe you just need to like try it a different way or try a different thing, you know? Or you're um, just not good at it. So you or just ignore yeah. it because you're not good at it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So maybe like try it again or practice or hire somebody or like anyway. But yeah, I think that's that's a big part too, is just doing things long enough to know if they do actually work or not. And everything, everything works, but everything doesn't work for you. Right. Ooh, that's a good and point. so it's like finding what works for you and and doubling down on that 
or sometimes knowing why things don't work, I think is super important to be like, Hey, that doesn't yeah. work. I tried it, but it doesn't work in this context. Right. So maybe it does work for that, but it doesn't work for me for whatever reason. I'm like, okay, well, that's super beneficial. You know, so, yeah. um, you know, you could use the Facebook ads kind of example at nauseum, which is like, I'm not saying they don't work, right. but they don't work in an area where the whole market has been saturated with six week challenges. I'm like, so don't run right. that because it's not going to work. It's not that ads don't work. Like ads clearly work or there wouldn't be an ad agency, you yeah. know, entire, you know, ecosystem. Um, but understanding like why and how, and then maybe it's the type of ad that you're running. Like just to right. use ads as an example, we're like it's sure. a cold call. Like you didn't set up that funnel correctly because you don't understand that like running it for five days, is not how it works. You need to run it for 90 days in order to whittle that down to the people who are going to be, you know, buying your stuff. But yeah. Anyway. Yep, I agree. That's exactly it. Hey, we like to bring up something controversial on every podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I was looking through your uh, Instagram. Uh-huh. And you put up a great post. This goes back over a year. Okay. This, I think, I don't know, is during, this would have been during the pandemic. Um, okay. Let me read it. And then I want to hear your take on it. And I, of course, want to hear Fern's take on it. You wrote, or you copied this from somewhere. In the United States, 42.4% of the population is obese, which is up 12% over the last 20 years, citing the CDC. Let's look at cigarette smoking. In the 1960s, over 40% of U.S. adults were banging heaters. I assume that's a cigarette. Um, in, 2019, in, in 2019, that number is down to 14%. That's pretty, I mean, I think it's pretty good. Yeah, that's good. I mean, if, if you don't like cigarettes, of course, not good for like Marlboro, Camel, et no. cetera. But I think this is like an interesting topic that, you know, we're all very immersed in where, you know, obesity clearly is playing a role in a lot of the things that are going on in the world. But, you know, we try to get canceled once on every episode, Danny. So here's your opportunity as well to get canceled. You posted that. What's, what's your, what are your thoughts about it these days? Oh, I mean, it's, it's pretty clear, like the, so why? So the question is, why do we not give a shit, right? Like, why is it acceptable to be fat or why is, and what, whatever, be fat. That's, I know that's not like a PC thing, but whatever it is, what it is, right. Um, to carry around a lot of subcutaneous fat. Anyway, so uh, I think a big part of it is um, if you look like the current medical industry, right? It's like here, oh, your blood pressure is high. Take this pill. Oh, you have, you know, whatever diabetes. Here's just to start slamming this insulin. Um, you know, like type two diabetes. It's like, or you could just like not, and like clean up your diet exactly. and you have the exact same result, right? Um, so why? But smoking's different because there's not like a pill you can take and not get cancer, right? Um, and so I think that if there was a pharmaceutical intervention, like here, just take this pill and then you can like not get cancer. You can smoke all the cigarettes you want. I'd probably um, start smoking if that was. Yeah, I, I would. Right. <laughs> but the, you look cool. <laughs> Is it? Remember like when you were a kid, they had those gum cigarettes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you felt yeah. like the you man. The You're like, I'm, four, I'm like eight, actually. Yeah. You know, I'm like, Badass. look at me. I'm a stud. Yeah. yeah. There was something um, cool about it. 
Yeah, so I don't, so I don't know, you know, if that's, anyway, that's just thought I had right now, actually. I hadn't even really thought too much about that before. But yeah, I, look, here's the deal, is you look at heart disease, you look at all these different causes of death, type 2 diabetes, like things that are 100% preventable. And this is not like controversial. Like, I don't think anyone's going to argue that like obesity is preventable. Like they're going to say, like, talk about this one guy that has a thyroid thing. Like I'm talking about the 95% of the, of the people in this situation, right? Like, so if we know that obesity leads to heart disease and to type two diabetes and all these other things, um, why, like, why don't we just solve that? Like, why don't we work on that? And it doesn't have to be complicated. You know, it's like, oh, people can make their own choices. Well, yeah, absolutely. But they can only choose based on what they know. And that's what that whole post is about. Like we realized that smoking was fucking killing people. And so, you know, we did, we started telling people like, hey, by the way, smoking fucking kills people. And then they're like, oh, well, that, I don't really want to die. Like I should probably stop doing this, right? And why would it not be the same effect? Like be more adamant about that. It's like, it's simple things like, hey, and you know, I don't really want to get into like the last couple of years, COVID stuff too much, but that's a great Fair example of where's everyone wants to talk about it. Like where, where are those billboards, right? Like I'm driving down the freeway and on the Amber Alert sign, it talks about like getting your booster, um, whatever. If you want to do that, that's fine. Like, I, I don't care. I'm not like against that at all. But like we could say, like, walk for 20 minutes a day and live longer. Like, why isn't that on the Amber Alert sign? Like, that's not a public health emergency. Um, you know, it could say like, hey, today, try and eat some fucking vegetables. You know, like, is that why isn't that on the Amber Alert sign? You know, well, like that's the short answer is because there's no money to be made there. But I, the, the thing that right. kind of the thing right. that kind but, of but that's the but that's kind of the point and that's what's so that's what's jacked up and that's what's sad and like and then the problem is when you if you tell people this it's like oh now you're like bat shaming or whatever it's like no i'm not saying you're a bad person i'm not saying anything like that i'm just saying that like you could be happy you could feel better you could be happy you could not be you know like injecting yourself with insulin uh, every day you could um, not be taking these blood pressure medications. There's like all you you could have such a better life and live longer and not be uh, not be anchoring down the uh, medical you know community. Um, and 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 especially right now, like the whole with the way the insurance and the whole medical system's kind of out of control, right? Like what it's not a secret. Like I'm not like blowing any whistle here on like what doctors or hospitals charge the insurance company compared to what they charge you if you were just paying cash is completely different right? right and it's crazy that that's like okay and accepted right it's like well if we if people would just be healthier then that wouldn't be the case so right. why so what we need is like more of a public like hey like walk for 20 minutes a day eat some vegetables and like probably less like less sugar yeah, before you say anything for it, I just want to direct everybody yeah. to our new website, canceldanny.com. Um, <laughs> bring it on. Bring it on. So I'm going to cancel me because no, I suggest they're healthy. But it, it's, like, no, I think all okay. of our listeners no, and, our, and we agree yeah. with you. It's funny, too, that you keep saying, like, hey, walk and eat vegetables because it is that simple. Like, no, it is. It's not the that listeners are like, but you don't get it. What about back squats? What about 22.1? And it's like the average American is Dude. so far away from any of that. It's like literally – if they just got out of bed and walked for 20 minutes and ate three or four servings of vegetables a day, Same. they would be infinitely healthier. And probably a lot of what happened in the last couple of years, I don't want to say it would be gone, right? Like there still would have been a disease or whatever, but it, it would have been uh, mitigated for sure. 
Yeah, I mean, it's like you look at the you look at the numbers, like it's not a secret of like who was affected and who, you know, like the mortality rates and everything like that's it's not this isn't anything crazy like this is it's this isn't like any conspiracy. This what everybody is on the exact same page, like everyone's on the same page here, like healthier people uh, are more likely to not die. Like, well, yeah, this is, well, this is all what time. coach, all yeah, well, this is what coach yeah. Glassman brought up years ago with the five de- uh, buckets of death when he's just like chronic disease. Yes, we do we on the show. We, we are, okay, we are on this show. We haven't, we haven't canceled him forever. No, okay. um, no, we, uh, Danny, well, not talk- coach Glassman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, but when he was talking about the five buckets of death, he was like this bucket of chronic disease, which is largely things that you make decisions on every day. Like this is the largest bucket of problems that we have to currently deal with. And the issue is, at least the issue that I kind of see is kind of twofold. Number one is this idea that we can't say that something is bad is bad. Meaning like that being right. overweight doesn't make you a bad person, but like just, it's not good for you from a health standpoint. It's just not, right. I don't care what anybody so that, says. That it's is, not. That's a fact. Right. So, like but this idea that just where it came and be like, oh, you're shaming people. And I'm like, well, no, I'm just calling a spade a spade. And, and I would like to help this person. And I disagree with that. You saying that people are fat shaming is actually helping people because there are people that do that. And if those people are turds, you shouldn't do that. Yeah. But my point is like, why can't we say that anymore? Like, this is not good for you. And all of a sudden you're just like, oh, you're judging well, people. And I'm like, no, I would like this person to live longer, not have yeah. to not have to pay higher medical bills than they have to and be able to do the things that they want to do. And the idea is that like, it does, it's simple, but we can, we can be honest about it. Be like, Hey, listen, this is going to, it's going to entail some hard work, but you're gonna have to work hard and that's okay. Yeah. Well, and, and like probably less hard than you think, you know? Um, right. Well, and, and the thing is too, about that is like, now it's actually pushing so far the other way. It's like healthy at any size, like, you know, thing that keeps rolling out. Careful, like, Danny. Like, there's this picture on, on Health Magazine. There's this individual as a friend. That's, that's, as a friend. that's 50 pounds overweight, you know, and it's like, oh, what the new, the what a new, the new healthy body. I'm like, what the hell? Like, that is, it's just like factually inaccurate. Like, this isn't just like an opinion. Like, this is like, that's, this is not okay. Like, that is not a, that doesn't mean this person's like in terrible health, but like if they keep carrying around that weight, like they are going to have more health issues than other people, like based on everything we have seen. Like that's not my opinion. This is like, this is a fact, you know? Let me just say something to Katie for, hey Katie, uh, prior to this episode, will you just put in a little bumper that says (laughs) the thoughts of Danny are not the thoughts of Ackerman? (laughs) The, yeah. protect well, us that, on this one. I just well this kind of goes back to like kind oh, of you the disagree argument. jason yeah. no, no you <laughs> doesn't. yeah hey, not at all yeah i take the fifth on this one i don't yeah, yeah. think anything just just the idea and this is what is really uh one of the there's a headline health coach refuses to admit being overweight is bad for you <laughs> the uh, the this the idea that um that you can't hold two thoughts at one time which i think is one of the biggest issues in society at large yeah. which is like i can simultaneously hold two thoughts one of which being that being overweight comes with a significant amount of problems from a health standpoint and number two that i also want you to have a good image of yourself personally and physically right so i need to think about that and people for whatever reason meaning well if you say this then this one can't be true and i'm like no they can both be true and i can get you to one of those and improve the other one simultaneously yeah. and that's the whole thing it's just like why can't we say those two things at the same time without somebody throwing a rock at you and be like you're a bad person i'm like i'm literally trying to help i don't understand why this is problematic i i i say actually that's funny you said i said all the time that term with like two things can be simultaneously true 
right? right? Like everything is not like opposed to one another. Like two things can be true. And exactly what you're saying. One thing is that like carrying around excess body fat is going to lead to health issues. Also, you should be happy and feel good about yourself. Right. Like that's. Well, I, you know, going back to the original, the statement, I, think, you know, like, I, I think part of it with the cigarettes, it was easy to be like this thing that you're bringing into your life. We can cut this out. Right. Where people take being overweight very more personally than that. So that's, but it's why, really the same, it's, but it's, it's really the same. Like if you are choosing to um, eat, eat, eat junk food, right. It's no different eating, than yeah, right. if you're eating sugary ass cereal every single morning for breakfast. And then for lunch, you're just having like a croissant. And then for dinner, you're eating McDonald's. Like you are choosing. You, have you been to my house? Are you seeing what I'm doing? <laughs> yeah. No, Tuesday. I saw your post <laughs> last Tuesday. And, yeah. you know, but like the, the point is like, if, if you're eating like a bunch of like sugary stuff and, and fast food, like that's just, what's the difference? Well, this is where I think there is a little bit of um, an uphill battle, which is the, the education portion of that. Well, we all live in the fitness industry and we're just like, yeah, sure. that's terrible. But there's a ton of people out there. And I would even argue the majority who have been told at some point, because that that is either whole grain or that grain, you know, the food pyramid, that's a major problem that we don't even want to dive, dive into, but oh. the, who, who, who actually aren't ignorant on the topic at hand, which is yeah. like, Hey, this is not good for you. And then there's a, a weird dynamic that happens there, which is in the process of trying to educate people. People try to put the brakes on you. Be like, you can't talk about that. You're going to shame people from doing that. Or we could arm them with information and they could do whatever they want with it. But the problem is they don't know. And that is largely part of the problem is that like, if we just give them the information, the proper information, which is like, you should eat more real whole foods, sure. then, then they can do with that what they will. But right now, everybody thinks that grains are the answer. And, and like, this is uh, like, cause uh, who's it? Uh, Rob Wolf was on uh, Joe Rogan the other day and talking about the movie and the book, Sacred Cow. Well, I think Rob Wolf was yeah. on, I didn't like, I think, that. yeah, him and uh, him and uh, partner, they did the movie. He's with, really but... taken off since coming on this podcast. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Man, but, I wonder but, if I'm going to be on Rogan. Right. Yeah. But, but <laughs> he call. Was... you'll get a call later today, probably. But they were, yeah, yeah. but they were talking about the same, the same, um, the same issue with regard to just meat consumption and how much yeah. pushback people are just like, listen, like you can eat meat. And, but rather than eating this fake meat, which is worse in many ways, oh. um, just the, the pushback from all these odd places, like really creates a barrier for education because now it's just confusing. I mean, everybody knows how confusing it is to go on the internet. I'm like, just, just Dude. don't go in there. Like, just don't. Dude, I have, you, you, you pushed like seven of my buttons in the last like <laughs> That's what two I do. minutes. That's what Dude, I do. So for one, the whole idea of people don't even know what's healthy. That's definitely a thing, right? So I keep thinking of all the time, my wife and I, we were like, we got married young, we're in college. We'd like go to Applebee's for dinner or whatever. And we get like, oh, we're gonna get salad. You know what I mean? Like eating healthy. But we would get like the crispy chicken Asians. It's like, it's fried chicken, like breaded and fried chicken. And the dressing, it probably has a hundred grams of sugar in it. You know what I mean? Like it's a thousand calorie salad that's full of deep fried and sugar. I'm like, this is actually arguably the worst thing for you on the menu, right? Like I could have had like- right, Like we're uh, better off getting the Blooming Onion. Than, but yeah, uh... yeah, probably equal. <laughs> like it was probably like, probably equal, you know? Um, and so, you know, that's it. Yeah, hindsight. You're like, oh man, this is really like looking back, right? Um, so that's one thing is there is that like education piece, right? Or, or you, I see it all the time. It's like, um, or I can think of it, right? It's like you go to same thing. You go to whatever, like fast food restaurant. You're like, well, I don't want to get, I'm eating healthy. I don't want to get the burger. I'll get the chicken. But it's like, but it's fried chicken. 
And it's like, no, actually, the hamburger would be significantly better for you than the like breaded and deep fried chicken, you know. Right. Um, but they don't, you don't see that, you don't know that. You're thinking chicken's better, right? Because it's like, you know, um, that's one thing. The other thing is talk about people being afraid to eat meat um, and then like eating these fake meats and all that. I've got this weird, um, it's nothing against anybody. Whatever people want to do, they can do. I don't care. You hate vegans. Your life, it's totally fine. (laughs) (laughs) You can like, I do not hate anybody or dislike anybody for their personal food choices, whatever it is. But the idea that eating meat is um, one, like less healthy um, just because it's meat. Um, and two is like less ethical, like really bothers me. That's a big um, one. The ethical one is, for, is really big. You're absolutely and right. that's Yeah, but here's my, here's my thing, okay? And this might sound crazy, whatever, I don't care. Um, so you're like, okay, that, I don't want to eat it because like you, kill, you killed this animal and now you're eating it. Well, like, where do you think that head of lettuce came from in your salad? Like that shit was alive and you cut it out of the ground. It's like, what, because it doesn't have eyeballs? Like it doesn't like, oh, it doesn't have feelings. How do you know? Right. So this is this is exactly what uh, they they, they kind of went went down this rabbit hole. There's aphids on the bottom of that lettuce. What did you do with those aphids? Did you like brush them off gently and free them in the backyard, (laughs) or do you like you put it in the salad spinner? I bet you rinsed off the salad. You killed 37 aphids and this head of lettuce just to be hungry in two hours. You know what I mean? Like I get half a cow and it feeds my family for a year. That's that's one life. The full cow. The the full cow. Like everything uh, in it. The uh, well, that's kind of where they went down this. And uh, he brought up the he brought up this Am argument exactly. No, no, no. He yeah, no, yes, they, so but not they, for those reasons. <laughs> but we are going to mail you a best hour tinfoil hat. The um, <laughs> you're officially you're officially you a member of the tinfoil hat. Tin no, but they, really he fun. brought up Joe Rogan brought up this exact thing, which is a legit argument. Is that like at some point, like we have this weird thing with like the size of the animal. Like this is where people get upset, which is like Pescatarian. you could kill in you you could kill insects and not care all day but it's just like but if it's a cow then it doesn't matter but or then it then it matters and he's like it's just a weird it just you get in this weird area where it's just like you have to justify something that doesn't make a ton of sense um it's it's pretend that none of those affect the right it's like well Well, just they don't have a brain that looks like your brain doesn't mean they're not thinking like dude watch a watch a time lapse video of vine growing like it starts to go one direction and stops and goes the other way towards the sun more like it is making decisions it is oh doing yeah, things, he went right? down that rabbit hole too. Was just like, listen, who just the idea to say that plants are not intelligent? He's like, you need to do your research. Um, but I think I think the big thing here, and this is where um, this is where I would, you know, regardless of how you feel about any of this stuff, right? Like, so this is just a just to bring it down a little bit because Danny's blood pressure is up. But I, <laughs> you're, you're, he, got a, he got unhealthier on this part. <laughs> right. I do want to say it one more time, but like, I'm not upset at anybody. Like, right, I don't right. you do whatever you, you seem want. Mad. You, you seem mad, Danny. Oh, yeah. I think but, I like, speak for all of our listeners. You're angry. You see, Matt. No, but I think here, here's, here's what I think um, has become increasingly less acceptable which is like taking a stand on something right which i think more people should do like we talked about the we talked a little bit about this with gary Gaines, but like i for whatever reason due to social pressure or whatever people have gotten very weak on taking stands that are very reasonable and make sense they're just like well people are gonna be mad about it so i'll just not say my piece and i'm like or this is how ideas get crushed and and we would live in clown world because right. that because the stance is not unreasonable it's very logically based and it's the idea is not to shout people down right be like listen if you disagree with it well then bring something else to the table and we can have that discussion i'm totally fine with that but yeah. just to just try to cancel people because they think that it's okay to eat meat um is ridiculous 
on its face and as you get deeper into the conversation, because it's it's not backed by enough that we could just completely cancel meat. Um, and I think affiliate owners, I think CrossFit, and I think everybody in this industry should be okay with calling a spade a spade. But yeah. a lot of people are getting increasingly more um, reserved with that. And I don't think it's okay because this is how you lose the overall health of a society when everybody's just like, well, people are going to get mad if we say that they should exercise more and eat whole foods. And I'm like, well, then they can just be mad. I don't know what else to tell you. Right. Like, because it's not wrong. It's just not, they, I don't care what they you can say. Be mad and unhealthy. Right. Right. And it's just like, that's crazy. And I think everybody should be okay with just like saying that if people get mad, well, listen, that's on them. But at the end of the day, and this is, I've said this years ago, it's like this, this comes to a head when there's a completely segregated society of people that are healthy and people that are not just in the middle, but are people that are like woefully sick. Right. Well, and they're going to be looking at those two populations. People who are like, what are they doing? I'm like the same shit that we've been saying for 20 so, years. So that's, that's interesting. You're saying that, like, think about it now. Like, think about the people in your life. Think about the people that you see when you're at the store. How many people do you know that are in the middle right now that are just kind of like, oh, they seem like they're pretty healthy, but they don't really exercise. They just kind of Less and less and less. It's, it's such a small percentage, like very small. Like, I think like, okay, like my brother-in-law, right? Like, he's like- Classify ah, pretty... myself in there. I put myself in there right now. <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> but like, he exercises, you know what I mean? But he doesn't like lift weights. Like, he went to the gym for a while. He doesn't now, but it's fine. Like- whatever. So he likes exercise, but he's not like this, like in great shape, but he's fine. Like he's like healthy. Like he's right. totally good to go. Right. But th that go to the grocery store and like count how many people are in that bucket. Like, Oh, that person like probably doesn't exercise or maybe they go for some walks. They don't do any like crazy exercise. Like they don't exercise a lot, but they're like, yeah, it seems like they're healthy. Like that's, it's like not that many people. It's, it's you're, less you're and the, less and less every pounds, year, 30 pounds overweight, or you're like pretty, pretty fit. Like that's kind of where people are at, you know, and it's not good. Like that's, that's where the majority of the population should be is in that, that kind of middle ground, right? Just like right. generally healthy. And then if they want to like kick it up a notch, then they push into the health realm more. Right. Or then you have the extremes on the other end that are, that are, you know, overweight, whatever, but that's, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Okay. Well, that was always my goal. When I was, when I taught PE, my goal was always like this. I said, Hey, I want this to be the case. I want to teach, I want to equip you with, with tools so that when I'm not trying to get everyone the best shape of their life, whatever, but I'm going to teach you how to exercise. And then what's going to happen is you're going to go off, you go off to college and when you gain the, uh, the freshman 15 and then you gain the sophomore 20. <laughs> anyway, point is at some point in your life, you're going to look in the mirror, you're going to be unhappy or realize that you like maybe aren't where you want to be. I want you to, when that happens, to be like, okay, well, this is what I can do about it. And like know what to do and like have some basic exercises that you know you could do, have some basic nutrition information. And like, I just want you to have the tools to where if in the future you realize you're unhappy, overweight, not where you want to be, they kind of have the things to, to, to make a change, right? That's, like, you know, know where to start. That's great. And I think my favorite class in high school was phys ed. And I got 100, 1600s, right? All four mm -hmm. years, because I showed up, well, it was literally just attendance based. But you're, you're right, I think, you know, as we were talking about all this, it's like we learned so much nonsense in elementary, middle and high school. And, you know, we can dissect a leaf and whatever. But I mean, I didn't pay attention to history. I was telling Fern the other day, like history is fascinating and I paid no attention to it. But I loved phys ed class, but it would be great if, yeah, like you said, hey, by the way, these are tools you're going to be able to use forever. When you look in the mirror and you're unhappy, here's, you know, some tips for eating right. By the way, here's how you squat. It's more like, 
hey, there's a ball, go play. You're here, check. So, right. you know, maybe we do have to put some of it on. You know, we've got some phys ed teachers out there that listen. Like, are you educating? Are you, because it, it is a very important job, just like the NICU nurse, right? It's a very important job to influence the uh, next generation. Yeah. Well, teach the, teach the, the children are our future. Teach them well. <laughs> Let them lead the way. That's the, what I always say. Did you make uh, that up? Um, I heard no, you I, say that. Well, I think, I think that it doesn't stop. I think everybody forgets that that is a big part of our role as affiliate owners is that we, right. we assume that people know way too much. And, you know, um, I think this is a this is low hanging fruit for an affiliate owner who, whose struggles in the social media realm. I'm like, take the five most basic concepts that you know about fitness and do, I don't know, 10 to 15 blog posts on that. And, and they're like, yep. it's too simple. And I'm like, wrong. That's where, that's where you're absolutely wrong is like, there are hordes of people that are going to read that and you're going yeah. to educate them on something. And this is our job, right? Our job isn't to just bludgeon people with workouts. Our job is to incrementally educate them on things that are seemingly mundane or seemingly um, under, you know, um, not as important, but they are, which is, uh, I, oh, dude, there, I was at a level one not too long ago. And there was a, a gentleman. Did you there. pass? Uh, I was teaching it, so I, I did pass the. Uh, Congratulations! <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I did my best. Um, the uh, but there was a gentleman there, and he we were. I was giving the nutrition lecture, and he was talking about what he ate for breakfast. And he was talking about he's like, my wife makes this toast every morning, and I get eggs. And you know, I was talking about the idea of just doing the experiment and removing grains from your your uh your intake not not forever just like do the experiment and see what happens right like some people yeah. try, try it and um which is what we promote and then when i mean we crossfit so then he's like wait so you're saying i just shouldn't eat the toast and i was like i'm saying you shouldn't eat the toast and he was like i've never considered that and i was like had a moment there and like collectively we all kind of like laughed but but that was literally where this gentleman was at. He was like, it had literally never crossed his mind to not do that. And I think because we're so immersed in it, we've been in it so long that we forget where people are on that journey. Like we're in step 100 when they're not even like on the path. They haven't even gotten to one yet. And I'm just like, it blew his mind. He was like, you mean yeah. I could just not eat it? I'm like, you could just not eat it. It'd be totally fine. And you would, and you would you would go on with your life. He was like, I think I'm going to try that. And I was like, I think you should. And then if it works out for you, great. We talk well, about funny. Coaches, coaches meetings. Like it's funny. I had a coach push back on me about it a little bit. So I'm like, Hey, you guys be surprised. Like you think that everyone lives the same life you do. So do I, right? Like you, you like, you generally hang out with people that kind of are, you know, similar ideas or whatever. And so it's like, maybe in your household, you do these things. But I said, I bet if you look at our members, I would bet you 80% of the people that go to our gym, eat fast food twice a week, minimum, minimum. And they're right. in the, and they're at a CrossFit affiliate and they right. go to great. And yeah. like one of the coaches like, no, I go, Hey, look, just because you haven't stepped foot in a McDonald's in three years, I'm telling you, like start asking people like pull your classes. Hey, who had fast food five, like whatever once, once, Hey, who had fast food once this week? Yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? You could like, not, not a big deal, whatever. Like I bet you every hand goes up, you know, well, like it's, it's one of those or 80%, you know, it does, and it's these does things you take for granted. Because Chick-fil-A they count? don't live that life. Does Chick-fil-A count? Oh, did we actually have the Chick-fil-A? Um, the guy that owns the local Chick-fil-A goes to our gym. <laughs> oh, one of my good friends, he's, yeah. he was been a member forever. He owns two. Chick-fil-A and Chipotle are not fast. They don't count. They don't count. Um, we're sure. gonna, we're gonna Wait, <laughs> one of the most eye-opening things to me was one time I remember pulling into the gym and I had a member in the parking lot smoking, like bringing oh, yeah, it full circle. I, I was like, what the fuck, dude? I was like, are you <laughs> serious? Are you Five smoking a cigarette here? 
dude, 5.15 a.m. I'm pulling up for the 5 a.m. class. And the, I see this like red something like a little light. And I'm like, is that a cherry from a cigarette? Dude's out there smoking cloves at like 5 nice. in the morning. I mean, if you're going to smoke, class. you might as well smoke cloves. I'm like, dude, this is rough. <laughs> <laughs> It, it, it goes back to what I was saying much earlier, where it's like we live in such a bubble that I'm like, everyone knows what caffeine and kilos. Everyone knew when coach sent out that tweet, right? Like the, and the fact of the matter is like a very small percentage know everything going on in the CrossFit world. They know yeah. a few things here and there. I bet you if you if you didn't bring up the open and make such a big deal of it at your affiliate, nobody like would nobody, nobody would even know. know that. And it's but it goes to the same thing, like. We forget how little in the, in the inverse of that is we forget how little like in if you don't either go into the fitness trade like the three of us have done or spend a lot of time in affiliates, you just wouldn't so, know this stuff. So there's the things you do in your everyday life that people would be shocked and and because you but you didn't do them all at once. Right. Like you added them in over time. OK, example is like on my nightstand before I go to bed, I put like a 32 ounce mason jar full of water. And I wake up in the morning and I like sit up and I chug that entire jug of water before I even stand up out of bed. Right. And I think that's a really healthy thing. It's, and there's a lot of reasons why I do it, but the assuming that everybody drinks a glass of water before they stand up out of bed would be or ridiculous. any water all day. Right. But that, that's, that's, that's exactly my point. Right. And so like, that's the main reason, one of the main reasons I do that is because I'm like, Hey, look, it's probably really good if I drink some more water and this is a way to guarantee I get this in and first thing in the morning, like there's lots of, there's lots of things around that, but just like that simple thing before I stood up out of bed, I did this like very healthful activity and it's easy to go about your, and then your day, I guarantee both you guys have this situation. It's like your days are littered with things like that. Right. right. That you don't even think about because it's just habitual and it's easy to assume that everyone else does this. So talking about coaches and like blogs, like you could just do a blog, like every step of your day, like every 15 minutes, write down what you're doing or just did. And I would bet you, you'll come up with a dozen things throughout the day that Easily. are not what normal people do. Easily. Right? And again, going back to the education piece, I think uh, there's a weird disconnect and I'm guilty of this as, as guilty of this as anybody, not just in, in, health and nutrition, but from a coaching standpoint, like when we think about what coaches who are trying to get into the CrossFit space don't know, I'm very guilty of forgetting that they don't know seemingly simple things. And I'm like, how do you not know that? And then I'm like, oh, of course you don't know that. Like it's not no your job, taught. right? Cause nobody taught you and it's not your job to know that's my job to know that. And you're so, not, yeah, you're not doing it 24 seven. You're not living right. it like we've been. Right. So I, I think that's, it, that's a, probably just a, a takeaway from this is like, you know, put your, you know, which is make, you know, this is kind of from your background, Danny, but like put your educator hat on. I think we spend a lot of time thinking ourselves as business owners and coaches, but really to some degree, we're teachers. Like you need yes. to put your educator hat on. You need to educate people on these little tiny pieces. It doesn't have to be this massive idea. It could literally be like, Hey guys, like here's just something very basic. Like here's what breakfast looks like. And here's why I eat that mostly protein, a little bit of fruit, you know, the fat comes out of the bacon or whatever. And here's why yeah. I do that. You know, something crazy. And people are like, Oh, I took that. And I'm like, I've started changing my breakfast. And all of a sudden you have a significant impact on somebody's life. One of the first things we teach people when they come in is just like, you need to drink two liters of water a day do the, do your best. Like I just, I don't care if you drink other stuff. I want you to start drinking more water. And they're like, drink more water. A, I'm like, right. eat, eat some protein with every meal. Right. Just basic, basic stuff. And then you have to be like, well, what's protein, right? And you have to have that conversation. They're just like, you mean like legumes? And I'm like, okay, you could do that. However, it, it, here's why we would want to maybe choose something else. But if you're well, vegan see, or whatever, I just, cool. I just tell them, like, hey, you ever heard of Beyond Burger? 
Right. You know, so me. I, 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 I think we always forget like how, like how, how much of a reductionist we need to become with regard to some of these concepts. We're just like, we need to break it down to something that's so small and so basic that they will actually do it. Otherwise we just look like a crazy person standing on a stool saying, we're like, well, you should eat whole foods all the time and make sure that you start elk hunting and that, you know, you, you know, hike 48 miles a day. And I'm like, nobody's doing that shit. I'm like, yeah. but they might drink an extra glass of water. <laughs> well, I think, or why should they spot below parallel? Right. Hey, we're squatting today. Hey, you got to get lower. It's really important you go below parallel. Well, why? Tell me why. You know what I mean? Like, just tell me that. Like, ah, oh, fuck you. Like, I, I heard the other thing for my entire life. Why am I going to change now? Because, you know, but you explain to them, hey, like healthy joints are joints that are strong for full range of motion. And, you know, it's like simple stuff. You don't want to, you don't want to step up three stairs one day and blow your knee out because you never go through that range of motion. Like, right. it's, and they would go, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm in. It's like, oh, there we go. They just learned something. It's like, it was a pretty simple and this, thing. This, ar- like, this argument you've been having with Bob for five years is automatically over. And he's just like, well, if you had just said that five years ago, I'd have, I'd have done it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and it's funny you say that because it's true. We're always forgetting that the other people have been hearing something else their entire life. And now yeah, you don't you come in and you're contrarian. like, yeah, exactly. Well, this, this really went out of control. I was just asking about one <laughs> post. An hour later, we're still, you know, Danny's been canceled. Caffeine and kilos is under. Uh, it's closed. Uh, you can't buy coffee goes. anymore. By the time you're listening to this, there's no more caffeine and kilos. My wife's um, going to have to pick up some extra shifts. Yeah, I mean, she's got <laughs> she's she's to save a lot up. of babies. For yeah, a lot of babies. Um, but what, what's the best seller over at caffeine and kilos? Man, the, my, one of my favorite products and bestseller is uh, coffee of the month. And so it's fun because every month it's a different blend of coffee and they're from all over the world. And then we actually name them. Like we give them these fun names uh, based kind of on what they remind us of or what they taste like, you know? Um, and so anyway, so kind of, you can, you try these different coffees and then they're all really good. And also kind of teach you how to taste coffee a little bit, right? Like you'll take a sip and you're like, oh shit, it does kind of taste like chocolatey and, and like some almonds in there or whatever, you know? Do you guys put little, uh, like little educational pieces in there when it gets delivered, like where it's from and, and like things to think about when they're drinking it? Not as much as we should, um, but the, the way they're named and then there's emails that go out about that, like got it. emails kind of talk about like what's in, what's this month and what to kind of look for it and that type of thing. Uh, but what's yeah, your, so what's like, your, for example, what's your normal, like, good. Oh, like name like Rocky road or whatever. Right. It's like, yeah, it tastes like chocolates and like kind of nutty. Right. Um, and so if you're like thinking as they're tasting, you're like, oh, I totally see that. What's uh, what's the average amount of coffee somebody buys from you guys on a monthly basis? Quantity. Oh, wise. most most times people will get like two bags a month, um, and they're they're twelve ounce bags. But yeah. I think you know a lot of times what happens is when people get coffee like from us, for example, is they would uh, they'll get it. And it's like their uh, like their weekend coffee. You know, like we would get that a lot. Like people like, oh, I'm saving this for the weekends. Like take some time oh. to really enjoy it and, and that type of thing, you know. Got it. Uh, yeah, but usually, you know, someone, if it's just for you, just for yourself, like two bags a month probably get you through pretty good uh, shape. I'm probably need like six. No, um, I think, yeah, yeah there probably, usually a bag of coffee <laughs> lasts about a week we, or two. Yeah. We, we, my household, we probably go through three, three to four bags a month, something like that. Yeah, that's when my wife coffee. is, when my wife is around, we, we probably do more like that, the quantity. Yeah. But yeah very cool well this has been awesome well i love chatting with like-minded people people that gel with us immediately we're going to take a road trip to california fern sounds like we got to hang out with danny put some tinfoil hats on oh it'd be so fun guys come out we'll lift in the warehouse done oh it was we're gonna work out too 
No, we don't have to. We don't okay. have to. We can. Yeah. We, can you know? we can just do like a couple, like, you know, muscle snatches and call it a day. What's Basically, your best snatch? Just, What's your best snatch do, ever, Danny? Just do enough to get the video. Um, my best snatch uh, was in, was at Nationals, um, and it was 143 kilos. Damn, um, And like pounds, that's whatever, Three, three, twelve, something like that. Three, three, twelve. Yeah, some, yeah, some, yeah. No, it's like it's in that three. It's in the three tens somewhere in there. I can't yeah. remember what that is. Yeah, yeah. mine's three twenty. I want to say three twenty ounces. One hundred forty-four uh, kilos. I think is my best. Uh, were you better clean and jerk or snatch guy? Oh, I wasn't. I don't know if either one of those. I would say I was better at. Um, I think that snatch uh, <laughs> three hundred pounds and you're not. Yeah, right. Um, so I. I was a better snatcher than clean and jerker. I was never, um, I was never really that strong. Like I was strong enough, you know what I mean? But I, mm-hmm. I worked really hard and had pretty good technique and had some really good coaches. So I, I got, I got about everything I could out of my strength levels. I mean, but that's cool like my to best, say though. Yeah. So, best, so clean and jerk, for example, um, like in competition, I like one, like one sixty eight or something. But okay, I'd, I'd be in the in the one seventies. Um, a clean, clean one eighty. Never didn't didn't jerk one hundred eighty kilos though. Um, Legit, a serious weight, dude. Yeah, must be serious. I mean, you're not. A, I mean, you're not a huge human being, two hundred pounds. But yeah, I was like a two hundred pounds. So. Yeah, but not. That's still a significant. Are you the same? Are you Are you still around ninety four? Or did you have to? Uh, like, I'm a little less. I'm a little closer. Yeah, actually, I'm I'm right around there still. Okay. I mean, so you're not a small guy. No, I weigh a little less than I did because when I was competing, I was a 94 or whatever. You want to right. weigh two, three kilos over that. Right. Now I weigh about 94 or just okay. under that, 92 to 94. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. cool. And and what's next for the company? What's what's on the horizon? Man, we got um, we got a lot of fun stuff coming up. Actually, the the Caffeine Kills Invitational, we're gonna we're coming back this year. That's exciting. We had to cancel it last couple of years, so. Um, we're actually pumped to, to get that going again. We're going to do that big this year. That's in like October. Hey, I got an idea, Danny. Oh, bring it on. I'm going to throw it out on the podcast <laughs> so you can't steal it. Oh, yeah, right here. You have Fern and I out there. We will commentate similar to uh, Dodgeball. Oh, we'll sit out there. Fun. We'll commentate. Live cast. Live cast. So let's live but cast not, it with our commentating. But not serious. Yeah, I mean, well, half, half serious. Like, we'll celebrate some good lifts, but <laughs> sure. there'll be a lot of jokes happening. Well, you know, uh, not just the weightlifting meat part, but there's a CrossFit style competition Ooh, all day. Dude. You guys could commentate that. I mean, do you have that's the, even that's even easier? I don't think <laughs> I got to be honest. I think um, your bandwidth on your website is not going to be able to handle it. Like if we would <laughs> get so my, many well, downloads, that's, that's my too many people would be coming there. That's my yeah. It would shut down. It would shut it down. But well, one you, more one more thing that's uh, that's kind of cool coming up is in next month which starts tomorrow i don't know whenever this is going live but in march we're doing this like uh contest called fit for a year so basically uh someone's going to win and we're going to send you every apparel item we make for an entire year how do they uh, win and, that's, and we release and that's that's if they win and we release like i don't know 10 or 10 or so pieces a month so it's like you're talking about getting quite a bit of stuff so but how do they actually enter fun. and yeah what's the competition like, people's got to vote for them so you just enter and then people and then just like tell people to go vote for you and they'll go and whoever gets the most amount of votes wins. It's popularity contest, Jack. Yeah, yeah hell like yeah, it. dude. It's just like it's like marketing. So what when does that go until? Uh so that's it's the month of March. So that's throughout the month of March. Okay, so this will be so, out like next week for yeah. Our, you know, so mid- if you go to March. actually I know that it's all set up. If you go to enter.caffeinekeels.com and then just like boom, enter right there to win. And then you just like tell people, hey, go vote for me, and you can win. 
yeah, everything we made for a year. So, and I assume yeah. I'm ineligible to win because of this relationship we now have. So, oh, I'm going to throw your hat in the ring. You know, what do you got to lose? I think, I think you should actually um, test what you think your influence is. Oh, I'm all on board for this. this is I now. Am, yeah. <laughs> let me go. Let me go. Is it a side I appreciate right this now? challenge, on. Danny. I appreciate this challenge. Uh, I put Enter my. Dot caffeine. You can do it live? He's yeah, not even. He's not actually I, typing. No, no. I'm. Is caffeine E before I before E? Except after C or neighbor left. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see what comes up. I'm typing it in. Enter dot caffeine and go. Here we go. Enter to win. Okay. It's a Google form. Is that like a little Google doc oh, right here? Yeah. Gotcha. All right. right I'm there. doing it. Has it. It's got my email already plugged in. You're on Google. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Google owns Google's all crazy. Google knows if everything. You're, on your, yeah, right. you're, on, you're just on a Chrome browser, so it knows what's up. Yeah. I'm a... Uh, when we get off this, I will type in my information. Listeners, how do they vote for me? How do they vote for me? If they go to vote, they go to vote.caffeineandkilos.com. Then as soon as as soon as you hit submit on the forum, it'll populate you into a uh, to a spot where they can vote for you. I'm putting it out there, can but I, by the time it's referred to as a tech stack in the industry. Nice, nice. Can I vote against him? <laughs> That's an interesting twist we should consider. You nice. should. Fern <laughs> will stay up all night voting against all my <laughs> votes. Everyone's name at the very bottom, there's going to be a row that just says, not Ackerman. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to put it out there. And you know what? If you vote for me, here's what I'm going to do. Is this illegal? I'm going to share no. the prizes. I'm going to share my prizes. So if oh. you wear a men's extra small, you are in... <laughs> For some luck here, you will be getting some apparel. Well, probably nice. your huge, your huge uh, listenership of ladies will be pumped up to hear that. There you go. We don't have, yeah, we don't have many ladies. Um, <laughs> He's scared them all off. Your wife, Fern's wife. My wife doesn't listen. That's my mom's it. gonna listen to this. This she's gonna. Nice. You, you know what? Nice. She should be proud of you. She should be proud <laughs> of you. Uh, you know, you've come a long way. Yes, you hate vegans. You talked about that. You, you, you know, you don't like many, I many people. Anybody. Um, you know, cancel Danny's trending on Twitter at the moment. I looked it up, but, uh, you know, we're going to, we're going to, where are you in California? Sacramento. Is that North or South? North. I don't know. Fern. Yeah. So you didn't know either. Yeah. We have an affiliate. And you just go like an hour East to like the middle of the state. That's where we're at. So like halfway between Yosemite and Oakland, San Francisco. Wait, is no. it Ryan? Who's which no. one? Who? Monique, Pace Fitness. Oh, Monique's right there. Okay, but Ryan's in Yuba City. Like, he, yeah, he's like. Oh uh, yeah, close, that's closer. Yeah. That's yeah. Close. yeah, yeah. Well, we, is that close to Marcus Fern? No, Marcus, Marcus is like South uh, Jersey. He's like Jersey. South California. He's like like San Diego, San Clemente. He's like not. Close. Oh yeah, that's like ten. That's like a ten hour drive. Well, you know what? Are you coach? Coach? Are you close to uh, Coach Bergner? Coach B? No, he's down in San Diego also. Okay. You know what? I'm done asking. I'm by Santa Cruz. We're going to be by Santa Cruz. We're kind of by there. Pretty close there. Not too far. Yeah, we'll we'll, uh, we'll go to the uh, CrossFit HQ in Santa Cruz. Yeah. Yeah, the old old HQ. Yeah, it's not there anymore. (laughs) The list of things you don't know just keeps growing. Uh I did take my level two there. There's a great uh, burger shop not far from uh, the original home uh, CrossFit. I'll check it out. But we will be well, out there. We'll make a trip. We go hang out with Pat Barber. We can make some knives. Nice. Oh, yeah. Pat's out there. Yeah. Pat's out, sure. Pat's out by Santa Cruz. Yeah. Yeah. He's out by Santa Cruz. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, Danny, it truly has been a pleasure. I hope yeah, everybody fun, checks man. you out. Yep. I hope everybody votes for me, more importantly, um, <laughs> to win this caffeine and kilos apparel. Can I Can I get my uh, winnings in coffee? Yeah. Let's get some coffee over there. There you go. There you go. Well, sure well you caffeinated. Well caffeinated, dude. It's been great. I've you know, an OG like you 
an honor to have on the show. You know, someone that shares very similar sentiments. We've joked a lot, but yeah, I think us and our listeners, you know, we are at the forefront. So whether you're teaching phys ed or you own an affiliate, everything that you mentioned, like we need to, we need to be in charge. We need to take control of this because I can tell you, like you said, the world is not going in a good direction. Forget about your beliefs on COVID or the pandemic. Just think about your parents, your grandparents, your kids. Like we want to make sure we're setting the right precedent and we're educating. Like forget dissecting a leaf and let's focus on learning about yeah, how to squat below parallel, getting some good protein in. Like Danny said, how about a glass of water in the morning and uh, the world would be a healthier, better place because of it. Thanks, brother. Yep. Thanks, guys. Thanks for checking out this episode of the Best Hour of Their Day podcast. We appreciate you listening and choosing to have us help you in your passion for coaching and affiliate ownership. You can find more episodes just like this on all podcast platforms. If you're interested in learning more, you can reach out to us on any social media platforms, or you can visit www.besthouroftheirday.com to book a call. If you found this episode helpful for you, please share it so that we can help other coaches and affiliate owners to help build a bigger and stronger CrossFit community. Thanks for listening.